Ahoy hoy, character arc listeners! Welcome to the Animele Podcast. Each episode, Nick and Ted try to convince their friend Richard that anime isn't just for weirdos living in their mother's basements. Join us as we make Richard watch our favorite animes, get his opinions, and then see what happens. Will he like it? Let's find out. Alright guys, I'm Nick. And I'm Ted. And I don't like anime. (laughs) That's Richard. My name is Richard. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the new podcast. Welcome. Welcome. So we're going to start off with a bit of a pitch. Uh, This is an anime that I have suggested, that Nick and I have suggested. And uh, I'm going to try to give this little pitch to Richard to see if I can get get him him excited. Yeah. Get him a little excited about it. A little excited. Because he doesn't. But Richard Richard doesn't excited. like this kind of stuff and we're going to we're going to force it on him anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Give me a little pictured. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Never again. All right, so here we go. So, Richard, imagine yourself as a sophomore in high school, living your normal, meager teenage life when out of nowhere some weird alien bug-like creature lands on you and burrows itself into you i you met feel you. it squirming <laughs> inside of you i met you my sophomore year of high school is this about us yeah <laughs> <laughs> how i burrow inside your life so it burrows into your arm and it eats the inside so until it becomes your arm what then richard what then don't answer that <laughs> don't answer <laughs> It was rhetorical. It's rhetorical. <laughs> did, did you say the name of the anime you're making me watch? Not yet. I'm getting to that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because what you do is you go on hunting sprees and misadventures together, all while questioning the mysteries of life. By together, you mean with the... With, with, the, with the, the thing that's thing. in your arm. Yeah. Together. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so that brings us to today's anime, which is Parasite the Maxim. Parasite. Parasite. Uh, I, I'm going to give you a little pitch for it too, Richard. Hit it. Uh, and, and let's see how you like this one. You remember that old movie with Seth Green where he got his hand possessed by the devil? Oh, yeah. Uh, Idle That's Hands. Not, Idle Hands. Idle Hands, Hands but it's that is Green, Sasha oh. something. The guy from Final Destination. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. It, I, it, they all kind of look alike. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I I think Seth Green is actually in there. I, I do think he's in the movie, but yeah. he might he's not, not the be main, the main he's character. He's not the one who's... Yeah. So anyway, imagine that, only it's more than one person that gets their hand taken over, and it's not always the hand. Boom. Mm, intriguing. Mm, intriguing. Um, what other appendages <laughs> <laughs> might these That's, aliens be interested in controlling? <laughs> That's my pitch. <laughs> um, so a little bit, a little background on this. So it's a it's a sci-fi horror, well, originally manga from the '90s. So it's been adapted in 2014. Um, it was originally written by Hitoshi Iwaki. Just feel like we should throw some credit that way because yeah, it's no, really sure. good. Ted said shrugging, pronouncing the name <laughs> as the only Asian person in the room, as if we would know. Hey, that's kind of just because I'm Asian doesn't mean it's like all of Asia. No, I don't. You're not Japanese. Yes. I'm not Japanese for sure. Well, cool. So how, does, how does that sit with you right now? I mean. I'm interested in having a little alien buddy living in my arm. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys ready to watch it? Uh, uh, yeah, let's make our predictions, predictions real quick. I, I, I think it's. I think it's going to be a mixed bag for Richard. Oh, same, same. I, 
Overall, I think that he will probably want to watch the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I think there are some elements that he, he's going to be gonna try, he's going to rip apart. Yeah. But okay, so here's a good here's a good thing. Uh, I agree with Nick wholeheartedly. I don't think he's going to like the main character at first. Well, I was also going to say because we're going to be watching the dub version, and I will say, having watched both, uh, the dubbing for the main character, every other character is fine, but for his voice in particular, I think it's a little bit. Uh, it's just not as fully ranged, I guess to say. But adding on to that prediction, on top of Idle Hands, also attribute it to John Carpenter, his movie, The Thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. He's done other stuff, too. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but he has. <laughs> like yeah. that. But I got you, yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. All Predictions. Right. The stick will be tepid. Yeah. Um, let's go watch Parasite the Maximum. Well, let's watch it. You get to know Okay, we're back, and we did watch the first three episodes of Parasite. So the way this show is going to work is that I am obligated to watch two episodes. Um, The average will be three. I can extend to four if I really like the anime. We watched three episodes of Parasite. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I want to say what the story's about because... I disagree a little bit. The premise of Parasite is teenage boy discovers his right hand has lips and he can't think about anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, if it weren't the first episode, I probably would have cut this off at two. I just wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt. I did not very much like this anime. (laughs) No. (laughs) I do have a, I mean, I have a couple reasons. Well, actually, I'll go right to where we stopped, because we stopped, the third episode had like a cliffhanger of, it's, they're about to fight. Uh, uh, this guy's about to fight another alien, Parasite and Sinichi. Sinichi is our main character, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, He's about to fight Mr. A, is his name. You guys were kind of like, well, let's just watch the, the fight itself at the beginning of the next episode. It's yeah. real short. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. I didn't find the action to be particularly interesting in this anime. The action wasn't that great. Like... It's really just flesh tentacles cutting people in half, and then that's it. Well, it's more sci-fi horrors. Yeah. Like, there's not... The the action sequences aren't, like, dynamic or interesting enough for me to want to watch the next one, because they're just going to tentacle each other. They're just going to... And one of them will be dead. Yes. Nick knows. (laughs) However, that is... (laughs) That is true, and... Like give me some, While give me some jumping around. Give me some like dynamic, like using stunts and motorcycles. I know it's, it's there are, stunts, but it, like it, weapons and stuff. Like the thing is, it's a slow build because it does do of, that later on. Yeah, there's twenty something episodes where this is like the initial part. So if you, you know, analogize, <laughs> analogize, and now. <laughs> that word. <laughs> no, not that word. <laughs> to, <laughs> If you compare it to how a movie is, right? So what we essentially watch is like the first 10, 15, because it's a, it's a... Proportionally, however, we did watch an hour of film. I understand, (laughs) but it's a series and it's a, it's only a one shot series. Sure. Yeah. But if you have an hour to convince me to like the thing you're showing me, then an hour is enough (laughs) that I I should like. What they were doing (laughs) is they, they, they actually, the anime itself is not premised on the action. Right. The anime itself That's is fine. premised on the story and the story of how this alien interacts with its other creatures mm-hmm. and how 
they come to interact with humans. Yes. Uh, so the the action is actually very secondary to most of it. And before you I, comment, I have no problem uh, with that type of story. Also, didn't find the characters very interesting. <laughs> it, there is a. It's kind of like in the story structure where you cross over to the into the other world, right? The story circle, uh, which we haven't quite gotten to. I know, I know, this is what you're saying. If it's an hour, but that that's essentially. If the you're premise. telling me it that I have to watch five episodes of something for it to be good, then it's bad. No, I'm saying that <laughs> the. The show, you know, you know, if film, you watch the you know three filmmaking. episodes, I know. Let me finish my point. <laughs> Why don't you let me finish my point? Episode if you one. Watch, <laughs> if episode you, one. If yep, you watch yep. each one, nothing is repeated. Each episode has progressed. Oh, is it not? Is the structure of each of the three episodes you just watch okay, not identical? So, <laughs> he has weird going ons with his hand. He feels awkward around a girl or a bully high school stuff, and right. then he fights another alien. They were like literally cookie cutter the same. <laughs> were they? Because was it a dog each time or was it the same person? <laughs> okay, <laughs> right? No. But in each, each time you learn more about each one where it's like, oh, okay, so this one went into a dog and they tend to eat their own, right? So that answers that question. And the second one was that not all of them are entirely intelligent, right? So each one we progressively learn more about this species as we also learn about Migi, who has a lack of empathy, and we see that build up more, right? I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think that they could have communicated a lot of that without being so cyclical through the episodes. Like, I think we could have found out about the way that the aliens are all in episode one. We could have done all of that in 20 minutes easily. Like, the fact that they eat their own kind, like, whatever they inhabit, that it's not normal for to only inhabit a limb. The fact that once they take the, you know, the brain, like, they have complete control where she right. does or he doesn't. But I also felt like they talked so much about, like, the, what's the alien's name? Migi. Which is Japanese for right. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like Migi, it was almost like a philosoph- philosophical discussion. Yeah. But yeah. it wasn't that interesting. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was like, it was just this, it was just like, oh, Self-preservation. Isn't this novel that we talk about self uh, Like, Oh, look, humans... Like, that she didn't say... Th- or he didn't say this. But uh, one of the other ones did. Like, oh, humans grind up their own meat. And, like, and they... Or humans grind up meat and they get weirded out by the fact that when they're the prey. And it's like, that. that is not particularly, like, insightful or, or interesting to me. I don't know. It's just... It's very basic level. Like... Okay, okay. And he... Uh, Sinichi... I didn't really know anything about him other than his hand came to life. I don't know what kind of person he is. So I wasn't super invested in his journey. He just seemed like overly noble Mm -hmm. whenever she was really cold or he, I keep thinking Miggy's a girl. I just, it just sounded like a feminine voice. Um, but it's fine. Show says it was a he, Mm -hmm. um, that's my problem. But, uh, Sinichi just kind of responded to whatever Miggy was saying and was automatically the opposite of it. Whereas I don't know why he, as a character, was such a good guy or why I should like him. We don't really know what his life is like other than he got taken over by, a, by an alien hand. Right? So uh, in, in regards to that, they don't really ever delve too much into Sinichi's past life. Because I think what the anime tries to basically more or less go on is anything previous to now is more or less... The, doesn't matter because now he's got an effing alien in his hand, and that's not uh, that's not totally unfair. Except I would I just wish I had a reason to 
to feel right. connected to him more. So well, I will I will tease you with this. If you were to continue to watch the anime, you would actually get a really satisfying plot twist where uh Sanichi's entire character changes. Yeah. And and it almost becomes the opposite story of Sanichi becomes inhuman and Miki's trying to get him to be more human again. That's an interesting idea. I do like that concept of having that kind of flip. That was the... I wonder if the show should make me interested to get to that point, though. Right. <laughs> right. Well, let me, yeah. let, me, let me chime in here for a second. So, um, we'll Will Miggy ask. make my sex organ erect? <laughs> well, he would definitely yes. try if he had yeah. it. <laughs> in front of other people, he would have just let you go all over the bathroom. Right. Also, while we're talking about Sinichi real quick, that actor just he screamed everything. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of like what he was doing every time he said something. I don't particularly like this voice actor. If you listen to the Japanese one, as I was saying, it's a, it's a little bit more... Subdued, like controlled. It's it doesn't better. have to be... It sounds more natural because this one, like, you I know, d- there's some voice acting mm. technique kind of thing. It just seems more... Apart from the screaming, it just seems too controlled in the sense that it seems very inauthentic. The whole premise of the show is that I don't really like anime, but I do understand that it is acted differently than than a Western comedy or drama. Right. right. I get that. Mm-hmm. And so I forgive that enough, mm-hmm. but he literally never sounded like a human to me. Yeah. He always sounded just ridiculous. Yeah, I just don't like the voice actor for this. I mean, not for this part. It's just not really... Good. I found him more interesting when once Sanichi kind of became dark Sanichi. Yeah. No, I uh, like that too. It, um, it kind of fit a lot more because this voice, this voice actor, seems to be a very like stoic voiced person who seems like he would play a much more like like a standoffish guy that doesn't care about anything in an anime that like is kind of a hero, but he's kind of like an anti-hero. Right. Wait. When you uh, say the voice actor sounds like that, you mean later? even even at like the way that his voice sounds to me like that's the kind of characters that he should be playing in anime and then that oh, fits, you're saying he's miscast and then that fits perfectly with Sinichi when he becomes dark Sinichi they cast it's perfect him. they cast him for the turn not right. for the beginning right uh, but it's just it, it's weird in the beginning but once he kind of hits that point where he starts to question his own humanity and what humans are worth it actually becomes a lot better because that's what he's there I think that's what he was there for he Okay, so here, here are the, the points. Okay. I'm actually going to make three quick. The first two are very quick. So being an anime and it's you know animated, what do you think the target audience is? Teenage boys. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, yeah. great. So Absolutely. talking this, about that I was joking, level. but this is very clearly a metaphor for like yeah. puberty. I'm not even joking like that. I think that's true. I think okay. that's what this is. Um, <laughs> At least in part. Like he's, he's dealing with having new ideas and new feelings and new thoughts and new abilities. Right. right. Um, it's, you know, it's funny to say it's about jacking off, but it is, I think it is about growing up in a weird sort of, well, it is my funny. body's changing way. <laughs> uh, we didn't get to it, but it, at, one, at one point there is a scene in one of the animes where the mom comes downstairs uh, after he's like yelling at her from the room, like "Go away!" and um, she's talking, she's again? talking to the husband, and she's like, "I really think something's wrong with him. Like, you know, he's just not the same." And the husband's like, "Yeah, he's probably just up there jerking off." <laughs> <laughs> His character does have some some background, um, and we actually get into that a little bit more actually in the next two episodes, episodes four and five. However, anyway, in this case, he's kind of like Harry Potter in the sense that he's kind of basic enough for 
the audience members. Anyone to, to put themselves to on put the themselves, right. It's a right. cipher, yeah. Because if you think of the demographic, he's a normal schoolboy. Well, Miggy right? even says, you weren't chosen. This was just random. Right. right. So he's just a normal school kid. So there's that. And I think that is the possibly the intent. Now, the third point, adding on to what Nick was saying but about... Making your main character a cipher is boring. Your main character I mean, should have a character. <laughs> should be a character. They should he, be. A, he they does. should have a personality. He does. Uh, back uh, to the, what Nick. Harry is Potter's not great because Harry Potter's such an interesting character. Matrix isn't great because Neo's such an interesting character. The the those plots overcome the fact that those protagonists are boring. <laughs> he in the part where uh, Nick was talking about like uh, dark uh, Shinichi is the sense where he go- undergoes a transformation and he loses. a... It's he loses that, something very close to him in the process as well. Right. Not only does his he lose organ? a part, no. <laughs> Not he only does he lose a things. part of his humanity, he loses something also important to him in the world. Right. Okay. And so what happens is it's like undergoing certain trauma. Now, this whole empathy kind of thing becomes a major factor in terms of like survival and what greater, you know, not mission, but, you know, greater purpose mm-hmm. uh, for that. So when he goes into dark Shinichi, essentially, um, it's, it's more if he loses a bit of his humanity. And so he starts losing, he starts doing things a little bit differently. But he understands this. It's, he understands that he's going through these changes and he compares to how he feels now to how he feels, or I say now, how he what used we just to feel. watched. Yeah. yeah. And how he does feel later in the series. It becomes a very integral part. Um, and it's, it's interesting to see. Okay. I mean, you guys are selling me on the idea at least that it that it explores interesting ideas. Yeah. Like, I, I think they, like I'm uh, I'm curious in what you guys are describing in that from that sense. Like I, I see what right. you guys are coming from. Mm-hmm. Um I little do, different teaser things, like te- things that come full circle. You know how they teased you in that second episode about uh Miggy joining the other creature and having yeah. multiple mm. creatures in one form. Right. Like that comes back around. Uh, like stuff like that. Yeah. Which is like uh, very, so that the things yes. get more, a little more advanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, cause that's the thing about series. I, I feel like it's a little bit different with maybe, well, I mean, I will, I concede to your point because I do agree that it's got to get enough to where it, a film should catch you and, and how, how quickly did 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. 10 but minutes. again, I, there are some things that aren't exactly applicable because like, you can have with, a more fleshed out story with series. I'm fine with a series not a catching movie. you in 10 minutes, right. but it should in its first episode. And did it not? Not really. <laughs> I I admit though, even for me, Ted, the first episode's a little. It's it's got shock factor because literally the first scene of the entire anime is this dude's face opening up. What's that thing from Stranger Things? Demi Gorgon, Demi Gorgon style, and chomping a woman's head off. Yeah, that that like, like cold open was interesting. Yeah. I was fine with that. I mean, part part of it is that like like some things for me is that like also just going. Uh, to different things, mm-hmm. the visuals are so weird, which is fine. That's it's a sci-fi, right, right. like whatever. But they're so weird in a way that is pretty unbelievable. Which again, I understand I know, it's anime. It's fine. The they're supposed to give you a, a. They're supposed to make you feel uncomfortable because they're not. Human. And they do. Right. And I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the fact that they do because I understand that's the point. Here's here's the thing. Migi starts to say what. He, he has rules. He, he describes rules to his species. Right. You can like, oh, like the core, you have to have this much control and this much like, and if this dies, then that can't work. And it's like, okay, that's a good sign of sci-fi, that sci-fi establishes this is how this works. 
and now we're going to move from here. Because that, that lets you buy into it. That lets you buy into the fact that it's real. But then the way that he moves and morphs out of his hand is so ridiculous that it's like, don't tell me rules. Because now I'm thinking, this is supposed to have rules. Like, you can only inhabit things in this way with this much of the life and stuff. But then also, you are just you are extending 100 feet if you need to. You're growing eyes and lips and teeth in seconds and putting them away. Um, when, Those other creatures' heads, though, when you do the same thing. When your head's open, the hair also opens like it's flesh. And it's like, my problem isn't that that stuff happens. My problem isn't that it's ridiculous. My problem is that it's both ridiculous and it tries to establish that there's rules. It does both. It's, <laughs> it does both. This is silly and ridiculous. And you should take this very seriously, seriously and it has rules. And you, you have to pick one. You have to th- be one thing or the other thing. You can't be both things. I think it it still holds to. You the still whole, need both, though. Yeah, I think it holds to both in the sense that because they have to have a way to be beaten. They are polymorphic in the sense that even their hair strands are actually still. Oh, I forgot flesh, about that. Yeah. Flesh globules. Oh, they, yes, that's what they are. They just have. That's <laughs> what they are. You, they <laughs> have flesh. Actually, <laughs> I, I, let me tell you this because I, it, you know, it, I, 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 I want to try to tell you as many things that are, are kind of cool because I, I do want you to be interested in the premise. At one point, the humans figure out that a way to tell who's infected and who's not infected flesh. is to pull a strand of their hair. Because, because the hair freaks out like a creature it's and an it actual, dies. Yeah, on a very right. basic level. So they're Fair advanced enough. life forms. Yeah. And so they can, they're more, they have more control they're, out of more. They're, they're alive they're more jiggly. at each, at each individual. At, at, one more point, jiggly. <laughs> uh, at one point, Miggy explains that they can even split from each other. And Miggy splits himself into like five Miggies. But he says once you get, the further you get apart from the main one, the more like dumb they get. Because they don't. They're like very... multiplicity rules, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> Michael Keaton in multiplicity, yeah, right? And eventually right. they'll. And eventually, <laughs> if you get too small, they'll just die, and or they won't be smart enough to move, right? Like things like that. They actually do introduce a lot of really interesting, weird sci-fi things right. that that do. It, it, the only really crazy thing is just the fact that their their heads and you know do all this crazy stuff. But a lot of the other sci-fi. Well, no. If they extend super far and stuff like that, then you are talking about something creating. Like I understand that it it uses the genetic code of the thing it's hosting to like build itself into like to build those shapes to the heads. Like I don't have a problem believing that. But the fact that it can do it infinitely, the fact that it can just like extend fifty feet off of his arm. When you're telling me to believe in rules, like you can do that, you can I do guess. that for a silly action story. But when you're trying to also tell me it has a bunch of real serious rules that I should take seriously, then I'm like, well, then you should take yourself seriously. If you want me to take you seriously, you should take yourself seriously. Well, you know, when the dog flew up in the air and it, you know, it no, paddled. that was horrifying. Like the weird <laughs> fucking ball sack wings with yeah. the veiny. Yeah. No, I didn't like that at all. You and didn't also- like that at all. Not even when the dog was paddling in the air. <laughs> <laughs> when he kills the dog and like rips its heart out yeah. and then it like spews out of its mouth again more masturbation <laughs> come on <laughs> I want to hit a couple things for one Ted I know you're dying for this because you specifically said that you wanted to know why I was taking notes at a certain point oh yeah the math <laughs> it, 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 it was the it was like the fifth time in three episodes that he held his hand underwater and my note was 
He keeps waterboarding his friend. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, <laughs> and appropriately, Shinichi, that's cold. Not, not just physically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that wasn't really a criticism. I just um, thought it was funny. I thought, I thought you, were, you, were written, you were writing notes. I on thought the he mask. just wrote, I just thought he wrote bullet point another masturbation reference. Right. <laughs> no, I just thought it was funny. He's waterboarding someone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have stuff about anime in general, but I won't go in on that because I'm I'm trying to accept the premise. But also, I feel like people listening, like one of the like some of the reasons why I don't like anime, which I I'm willing to accept that this is just how anime is. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at least in the first episode, it's okay for me to bring it up, and I will be I will ignore it in the future, just as I ignored it as far as my opinion goes today, which is just kind of like they say obvious things to themselves all the time, all the time. Like the story could be shorter. You don't need Sinichi being like, oh. What's his problem? Yeah. We know what we know that because he stepped on your foot that you you're wondering what his problem is. You don't have to tell us every single thing you're thinking. It takes away my ne- my need to pay attention. You're involved because you're just yeah. gonna explain it to me, so I don't have to be involved in the story any. And I know that that's an, that's no. part of anime, and like yeah. it's fine. I will say that I'm just bringing I'm it up the same the f- way too. I'm just bringing it up in the first episode because yeah, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. That's something that I've just accepted. Uh, I personally think that when sometimes when they explain too much, it just takes me out of it. Especially, but it's also become a trope where, you know, it's like the villain explains so many things and anticipates so many things and counteracts in so many ways, and and it's always to a T and it's always some sort of numerical value. I think that's just a, a cultural right, yeah. kind of thing. Right? Yeah, some so, of it's just how. That if you were Japanese and the way that they tell stories, you would, you would, it wouldn't feel odd to to right. to to some people as way it does to me. Right. Um, that was eighty percent of my power. <laughs> Just how do you know eighty percent? Huh? <laughs> right. That exact percentage. Yeah. I wish I knew my exact percentages. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> something I super loved was the vaporwave soundtrack. Um, it was you got you mentioned that it was co- yeah, like you guys commented on it and you kind of mentioned it was like a dubstep. Yeah. It has a heavy eighties like. Feeling to it though too, which dubstep's not from the '80s, but like it, it, it leans towards the sound of like vaporwave and like old video game yeah. soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which actually, I went back and forth. At first, I was like, "This is really overbearing," but at a certain point, I was like, "No, I dig this. You this kinda, is fun. This is <laughs> yeah. cool. Like, I'm, I'm on board." <laughs> that was the same thing for me when I first started watching. Yeah. Um, I actually, I don't like a whole lot of anime's intro songs. But I do actually really, I do you actually like one? Parasite Maxim's yeah. in, in, intro song. It's it's fun. The, the little uh, little screamers. Yeah. No, little it's rock surprising. screamers. Yeah. Nick's little screamers. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't like the word come. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just, I don't. <laughs> I guess this goes to what you guys are trying to convince me of, which I actually found the dark turn kind of interesting, which was when... Migi does kind of look at Sinichi and be like, I mean, you could get rid of me or I could get rid of you. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, I mean, that's not exactly the thing. Or I could yeah. mutilate you. He basically. was essentially like, I can make you mute and deaf and yeah. blind yeah. and I can just control your body if I want to. Right. I was like, I appreciate that kind of dark turn because the, but I think why I did is because the story needed something and had no weight to it to me before. Mm-hmm. But that, I guess that's what you guys are saying is that if you stick with it long enough, then it, it's a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. So, there, yeah. there was something. Uh, I I am going to do one spoiler that Nick was actually trying to hold back on. I, ahead, yeah. I feel like go it's ahead. a good point um, because that's where the stakes kind of go up. Where, I, where, where we, t- we talk about dark Shinichi and ha- where he kind of loses humanity a little bit. 
So I'm just going to spoil this. So Hey, uh, I mean, just in general, like, I don't seek out spoilers, but I also don't mind them. It is my opinion that if a story is well told, watching it, watching the moment to moment of the characters is enjoyable enough. If I am spoiled on something, it does not itself ruin my ability to enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Okay. But for the listeners. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they're going to have to be prepared that we're going to yeah. talk about a bunch of stuff. Prepare at least yourself. through this first several episodes. Yeah. So the idea, so in the next coming episodes, he ends up trying to get his parents out of the house because they kind of like honed in on him. And so what he ends up doing is so their parents go on a vacation and his mom ends up being killed and taken over. So she, she becomes one of them. Okay. Yeah. And she uh, she assaults the dead, but he kind of gets away. Um, Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the mustache. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so he's kind of paralyzed because, you know, Miggy's sensing that this parasite is coming over. Okay, so I guess for Miggy, it's kind of like a symbiote, I guess, kind of thing. Yeah, this parasite yeah. is more infectious at the point, yeah. So They, the they, have, they have reached an agreement that a parasite yeah. wouldn't reach. Yeah. yeah. So it is at that point, his mom actually... Well, oh, yeah, she, she she murders him. She kills she him. She comes in the house, and he's like, Mom, Mom. And she just, like, her face opens up, and she just stabs him right through the heart. Yeah. And then at that point, Miggy kind of... Does this whole, you know... They explain it in the anime. Miggy diffuses himself into the rest of Sinichi's body and basically uses his own He continues to be alive because of anime bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He he basically uses his own cells to to repair um, his heart. And That's fair enough, in the yeah. process of doing so, it obviously has control over his DNA. I think right. That's fair. Yeah. So in the process of doing so, though, he even more than he already is fuses into the very core of Sinichi's like DNA. Okay. Uh, and it and it changes him at like a cellular level. See, I like the story you guys are describing to me. I just wish it started there, where like. I wish you gave me one episode where, for the most of the episode, he's a he's just a good-natured teenage boy. Right. He's like a fucking Boy Scout. He has a good friends. He's a good guy. He earns good grades. Like He's kind to people. He volunteers. Whatever bullshit. Mm-hmm. He gets infected. And then, starting with episode two, we see the dark turn to him to be... Because I think that's what you... To me, that's what you guys are describing, is the show is trying to explore, what if humans were just animals? What if we just regarded survival in the same way? Because I know we're talking about the aliens, but I think the allegory here is that the aliens are putting themselves onto us. And so we talk about, what if humans just... Self-preservation was the only thing we cared about. What if that's it? Higher life forms, yeah, self-preservation, survival. So episode two, that's where you start. That's that's where you start. Right. Yeah. At, At one point in the later episodes, too, it even goes down to the point where, like, what happens when humans, like, figure it all out and they start doing things that, like, they start basically, uh, they just murder innocent people for the greater good. Like, all right. uh, they're trying to kill these parasites right. and they don't care about the, the normal human the casualties. Yeah. No, 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 just other people, people in the way. Oh, just other people. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. It's, like oh, a con- yeah. it's like a containment kind of thing. It's like, oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. They're like, just, just <clears throat> contain them all and oh, well. That would almost certainly like, happen. Um, look at the world around you. Yeah. yeah. Today in 2020. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, so guys. I yeah. would, okay. So I, I know we're trying to all wrap right. it up. Boop. Yes. Yes. Have we convinced you that watching the remainder of this series might actually be interesting. 
You've convinced me that watching it might be interesting. Have you convinced me to personally watch it? Not necessarily. <laughs> However, okay. I think it's interesting enough that I felt like if someone were intrigued by the discussion we had, you should probably watch it. Yeah, for sure. I'm not dedicating myself one way or the other, but I still kind of lean towards I probably won't press play on episode four. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, well, I will say uh, in regards to the fights, the, the only way they do get a little bit more interesting, as I did mention, like at one point, there are uh, ones that have like multiple parasites inside them. So they, they've got stuff coming out of everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and Sinichi basically, once he's fused with Miggy, he himself gets powers outside of Miggy. He oh. becomes faster, stronger, more better. His, because yeah. of the faster, stronger. Yeah, <laughs> like his, his hearing, his yeah. smell, like his senses Just get stronger. Everything is heightened from the normal human body, right? Um, and they actually begin to work a lot more together as like a fighting team against some of these more powerful parasite creatures, or, or the ones that are working together more cohesively. Well, thank you for joining us for the very first episode of the Anime Podcast. We look forward to bringing you more episodes of this where uh, Ted and Nick bring me anime, yeah. the person who doesn't really like anime. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to being convinced that anime is super good. I can't wait to watch one that I really enjoy. Um, <laughs> well, we already have the next one picked out. Uh, Ted and I are doing some rewatching of the episodes to make sure that we're, you know, up to date with our memory, you know, of everything. Right. Um, it is funny though because just just right now knowing everything that we've just talked about parasite <laughs> this next, next show is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting for sure. <laughs> um, please uh, like subscribe wherever you find podcasts. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, search for Character Arc. This will go up in the Character Arc Movie Podcast feed. Um, on Facebook you can find us at Character Arc. You can also find us at Character Arc on Instagram, yeah, or the website www.characterarc.net. Thank you for joining us. I'm Richard Bertelson. I'm Ted Hall. And I'm Nick Slayer. Now, I, I just don't like the word come. <laughs>